Phil Rosen is with us. Uh, he's on the board of Yeshiva University. As you know, he is the vice chair of Birthright. He is the uh, former chairman of the American Friends of Likud and the vice chair currently of the Republican Jewish Coalition. And uh, <laughs> there's no Birthright to speak about right now and uh, barely any university because of the way things have gone. Uh, basically, classes is going on online. Well, except for this week, obviously. It's a, a break for Pesach. Uh, but we can talk about what's uh, happening in Israel. Phil Rosen, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM and the AM. Thank you, Nassim. It's always a pleasure to be on your show. And uh, as I always say, thank you so much for bringing so much great Judaism, Jewish music um, to the Kahal, to the uh, to the world. Always appreciate it. I thank you for that. Thank you very much. Sad about birthright, right? I mean, I you don't remember yeah. you don't remember an era in 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 the last couple of decades when flights weren't constantly going to Israel. Now this is this is tragic because so many uh, young people who could be brought closer to Judaism and closer to Israel aren't getting the opportunity today. It's it's literally a tragedy that. Uh, that the flights aren't flying and that uh, the groups aren't coming. Um, and uh, I feel bad for every one of the kids that and could have gone. So No question about it. The same way when uh, circumstances happen to get a kid to Israel, it's life-changing. Circumstances that keep a kid away from Israel, unfortunately, could be life-changing. So you're right about that. By the way, we should mention uh, your 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 family is mourning the recent loss of your father-in-law, Rabbi Leifer. I'm assuming a a victim of coronavirus. No, no. Oh, no. He, he he died of other causes, but um, he was uh, he was a real force. He was an amazing person. He was a Renaissance man who was uh, filled with Torah Judaism, but what was so a part of the rest of society and the rest of the world. I never met anybody who who knew crime and punishment inside out and, uh, on the other hand, um, went through four cycles of shots. And so very, very special man filled with happiness and thousands of people attended the Zoom funeral um, to hear about uh, to hear about him. Wow. Very special man. Very did, sad that he's gone. Did he spend his entire life in the New York area? He did. He did. His entire life was in New York. He lived, uh, he grew up in uh, Williamsburg and uh, then lived in the five towns for much of his, most of his life. Phil Rosen and, is, oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Phil Rosen is with us. Um, well, look, I... <laughs> We talk about Israeli politics a lot, and you obviously have a, an affinity, um, for good reason, to Benjamin Netanyahu, the current prime minister. Are, are you shocked that it looks like that he is going to remain as prime minister? No, I think this was the right move, and I think it's one that he's been pushing for a very long time. I think I said on your show uh, a few weeks ago, maybe months ago at this stage, I think I said that, uh, well, let's see. It was right before the playoffs with the YU match. Yeah, it was March. Uh, you were here March 4th. You were March 4th. You were with us. March 4th. So I, I said on the show that there would be people from the Blue and White Party and their coalition moving over to Likud, and that will make 
um, a Likud unity government um, going forward. And so far, it looks like that's correct. I think the, the beauty of it is that um, uh, is that the head of the Blue and White Party made the decision um, to move over to uh, a unity government, particularly in light of all that's going on in Israel, the coronavirus and all the other issues that they're facing. Unity government is the right solution. And I think that, uh, you know, thank God they're doing it this way. And I think the rotating um, prime ministership is probably the right approach. And I think Bibi will make this work. Um, I think Gantz will also make it work. I think the uh, uh, the people who will struggle are the people left out of this government, like Lieberman and um, uh, and Lapid, who are uh, made some bad choices. And I think they'll be uh, they'll be on the sidelines with the Arabs. Yeah, I hear that. Why has this taken so long? Why is this unity government not officially begun at this point? So the the, um, the last few weeks have been spent um, allocating portfolios. Um, you know, who gets this ministry, who gets that ministry, and um, the negotiating teams have spent an enormous amount of time on this. The very difficult uh, issues particularly in light of the fact that you've got a, a large number of people who are expecting um, ministerships or some uh, position of authority. And so I think uh, I think they're doing it carefully and slowly, but I think they'll get to the right solution. So even in emergency um, situations, there's still <laughs> political football going on. <laughs> even sure even when there's a crisis, there's still a negotiation to be had. <laughs> That's exactly right, Nathan. <laughs> exactly. Phil Rosen yeah. is with us. Do you, do you, so the, here's the bottom line, and, and this is one of the reasons, honestly, be, yeah. because it's really the only topic we can discuss oh, at yeah. this point. Uh, it's yeah. the only fluid situation in the Jewish world at this point, uh, aside from coronavirus. Um, it, my question to you was, was, was this the magic of the diplomatic BB doing something that likely no other politician would have been skilled enough to do, or was it the inexperience of guns who you know would not listen to his colleagues who were warning him about this skilled BB that he was up against uh, that got this done? Which one was it? It's the first. It's uh, it's BB's skill. Uh, I think um, you know Gans is not a skilled politician, but I I just uh, believe that um, he realized it was the right thing to do. I don't think it had anything to do with not listening to his colleagues. I think his colleagues. We're uh, we're looking forward to a fourth election, and uh, that would have been a giant mistake. Right, and they felt that would be the only way to 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 get the prime ministership at that point. Exactly. Interesting. Exactly. So here's where we're at. Where we're basically at is it's going to be at some point after Pesach, it's going to be 18 more months of BB. Do you assume this will be his swan song, and he will retire as prime minister at that point? No, I would never say that. <laughs> really. I would never say that. I think uh, I think he's the, one of the greatest leaders the Jewish people have ever had. I think um, he and Menachem Begin have been uh, have been outstanding, and I think that uh, you know I'm hopeful that uh, he's able to take us to greater, even greater heights. So, 36 months from now, you would not be shocked if he's running for prime minister again. Who knows? I think that's. Uh, 
that's a possibility. I think that uh, you know he's young enough that he can continue to do this for for years to come. Remember, he's so much younger than the people running for president of the United States. Right, that, that's true. He, he's almost he's almost like the youth group in uh, in in shul, um, you know. But uh, so he's got the possibility of many years to come. You know, some would say that's not saying much, Phil, when you say that he's younger than the people running for president of the United States. It's, it's actually funny. <laughs> Most of the world is younger than people running for president of the United States. Uh, so very interesting, I'll tell you. So he is a brilliant diplomat, to say the least, a very skilled politician. And the bottom line is... Uh, when it looked like he was losing the ability to hold on to the grasp of the prime ministership, he figured out exactly how to do it. And yeah. uh, and his uh, and his opponents, or at least the colleagues of his opponents, um, they weren't ready to tolerate it. They weren't ready to go in and form a government with him. It, it was only Gans who said that he would go ahead and do it. No, I think the amazing thing is that the anti-BB um, forces in the blue and white and uh, their cohorts um i think they just couldn't get it out of their heads that uh that a unity government made sense and that bb was going to be the the liquid representative they thought that liquid was going to break away and that makes no sense they've been led by bb for the longest time and it literally makes no sense that they thought that it, they were they were going to get a separation inside Likud. Wow, very interesting. Um, are you? I mean, I'm sure you're not shocked by his leadership during the whole coronavirus situation. Some people are claiming that the best country to be in right now, outside of B'nai Brock, obviously, uh, is Israel. Uh, do no, you? Do you have? It's you have, true. You have any? It's, you have any idea if American officials have consulted with him or been in touch with him or have said a word to him during this time? No, they definitely have been speaking to him, um, and I think they're, in some respects, probably taking some advice from him. I think he's just done a fabulous job of uh, of controlling um, the coronavirus in Israel. And I think the total lockdown on Pesach is just one more feature of, uh, of what he's doing the right way. You know, I, I think that... Um, he knows what it's like as a military leader and as a leader of a country for so many years. He knows what it's like to um, to bring order to the country, and I think that uh, he's done it. So, you know, he's had the experience of intifada and all sorts of other things um, and using his army to, uh, to bring uh, order. And I think he's done a great job of, uh, of using the forces he has to keep um, to keep the people safe and and as well as can be. It's unbelievable. He never misses an opportunity to do things the right way. It seems, you know. <laughs> he's, Thank you. I agree. He's I met agree with 100%. he's met he's met with a crisis, and in hindsight, his reputation is that he, you know, he got everyone through the crisis properly. I mean, I you know, yeah. I got to be careful about how I say that because some say he left Gaza too early, things like that. But you know, those those are debatable, and you can't come to a a real conclusion about those about those moves. But in this case, you can come to a real conclusion about how he's handled coronavirus. You bet. And remember, he's not the one who left Gaza. Right. Gaza was a full, fully different government. No, no, no. I'm talking about the. I'm talking about 2014. Whether he left too uh, early. 2014. Right. Got it. But but also some might argue that that wasn't his decision either. You know, there are generals who are helping him make that decision. But you know, he does he does uh, he he does have the attitude of the buck stops here, 
And this yep. in this case in 2020, it certainly seems like he's uh, in complete control. So, yeah, and I think uh, I'm I'm so hopeful that in May or June that we'll have flights going back to Israel, and that the birthright trips will start again in July. That's, Please God, that's my prayer because. I think uh, for the Jewish world, we need that. And to lose yeah. a summer would be crazy. That would be a very difficult period of time. It's one thing when you lose the, uh, you know, the, the the spring and fall trips, but uh, to lose the summer when so many want to go would be really devastating. Yeah, the summer is usually thirty-five thousand people going wow. on birthright, and uh, the rest of the year is fifteen thousand. That's the uh, those are the stats. And to lose the thirty-five thousand uh, possible. Um, groups is just it's tragic that would be something that would be terrible uh phil rosen he's former chair of the american friends of the could he's the vice chair of the republican jewish coalition board of yu and of course the vice chair of birthright israel uh phil to your family first of all only smachot going forward and we take this opportunity to wish you a and stay healthy. You, you and your family thank stay healthy you. during this time. Thank you. And also, you forgot, go Max. And go Next Max. Year. What could have been? My kids said to me the other day, on Sunday, they said we would have been in Atlanta today for the final, you know? That's so true. <laughs> I thought about it as well. Uh, that yeah. would have been the two biggest Mac fans are you you and your family and me and my family. So. Yeah, I don't think we can match you, but all right. <laughs> but, my, my nephew Gabe is back next year, as is... Uh, most of the rest of the team, so thank God. And they've got a couple of good recruits coming on board. So Yeah, it could be Exciting. a very very powerful team again. And what an could act be. they what an act they have to follow with that massive winning streak. You bet. Uh, thank you. you thank you, Phil and Chakashavasameh. Thank you. Chakashavasameh and thank you for all you do. Appreciate Nothing. that very, very thank much. You. There he is, Phil Rosen, Wednesday morning broadcast here at JM and the